a day sun burning in again making that hilariously ridiculous beam of lights uh, uh uh wow look at that that it's it's going right down my face it looks like a special effect welcome into the eric saint show podcast a daily show where i discuss news nonsense and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week uh i must stay focused to be able to pull off what I have been doing for years now. And when I, the reason why I say that is because, you know, it's that time where it's like, all right, I'm getting ready to take some time off and, um, you know, do anything but podcasting as, as much as I, I love doing the podcast and talking to you and, and doing my thing. I, um, I also like kind of getting away. But, you know, you got to you gotta do it, and then it's like, absence makes the heart grow fond. Can't wait to get back. So that's what's happening. Um, so, okay, this is the day, the last day, and then uh, taking a little time off. So Friday, and then it, it, the vacation doesn't really start Friday because of what I'm about to get into. But uh, then the next day, Saturday, because Friday is going to be a little weird. I think I think today and tomorrow going to be a little bit weird, you know. As you know, this show originates in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness uh, in the Northland. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much to them. Uh, if you if you could. My God, please follow me on Twitter, on the Facebook page. Uh, like me, of course, in all the usual spots. I appreciate you all for being here right now. My God, Diana had this uh, uh, divorce women party. Well, I shouldn't say that. Not all of them were divorced. I would say for a change, uh, not as many of them or divorce. Typically when we have a, when Diana has her friends over, it's all these divorced women getting together and just having a good time and talking about guys they want to blow. But not the case this time. Uh you know, and I and I was like helping. I'm the guy, you know, they're they're yelling at me, would you get the fire going? Would you get the dogs? I'm like, "Yeah, of course. I'm so happy to. I want to help. I, please, I want to help you." Thank you so much. So that was uh, that was kind of like my evening yesterday after I got back from the gym. More on that in a second. I did the uh, Who Are These podcast show with Carl and producer uh, producer Chris. Um, at uh, yesterday it was it was an incredible time. Man, uh, I just love doing that. Thanks to them for inviting me and doing that show. Really, really excellent. Okay, so. Today's kind of weird, you know, just a lot of thoughts going through my head about this, uh, about this colonoscopy. I don't know why. I mean, I've, uh, been under before with the sedation, but I just, I don't know. I get a little bit of anxiety thinking about what is about to happen. Now, first and foremost, this is about to happen. You know, I go to uh, the pharmacist 
And I'm like, okay, I'm here to pick up the medicine that I need to take that kind of like uh, cleans you out. And uh, she she hands me this, which looks like uh, something that, that you pick up, like a bag of food at fucking Chick-fil-A or something, you know, with a side of anti-gay. And I go, well, what is this? I said, I thought it was uh, just like, I. okay, what I thought was going on was they give you like a uh, a uh, pouch uh, and you pour it into a like a gallon jug and you drink it. But I think they make it even more idiot proof because th- that while that is true. Um, and by the way, this this costs no money. They actually don't charge you for it. It's a type of container, plastic container that you, uh, if you were like painting something, you needed to get a jug of mineral spirits. Oh, fucking shit. All right. So they make this so idiot proof. This, this material at the bottom, this, uh, looks like a powder. Lemon lime flavor. Sodium chloride, sodium bicarbonate, and potassium chloride for oral solution. I fill this thing up. I shake it up. Shake it up. Ooh, ooh, shake it up. And then you start to drink it. So, these are the instructions. In addition to this, they want me to take a uh, laxative. So they want to make absolutely certain there is nothing in your system. And I was a little bit thrown off by the timing of this. First of all, I don't eat today. I can drink black coffee. It's why I have this. Um, on the day before your procedure, do not eat. Rule number one. Clear liquid diet as soon as you wake up. I can have clear bouillon or broth. I can have water. I can have coffee, no cream. Tea, juice, apple, white, cranberry, and white grape. Carbonated drinks, popsicles, and jello, not red. Again, no milk or cream in coffee. 3 p.m. They want me to take four laxative pills. 4.30 p.m. Mix. It's called New Lightly. That's what this is. New Lightly. Mix this with a gallon of water. Begin drinking at 5 p.m. And I'm like, oh, no. Why so late in the day? thought I was going to be doing it right now and then shitting my brains out like in the afternoon, but no, I guess they want you to shit the bed. Uh, you should drink one eight ounce glass every 10 to 15 minutes until new lightly is gone. Well, 
there's 64 gallons, or I'm sorry, 64 ounces in a, in a gallon, right? So that's about an hour and a half if I did it every 10 minutes, I think, if my math is true. So that would mean that at 6.30, I'm done with that. It says diarrhea will begin within an hour. Oh, I like how it's like, it will happen. It will begin within an hour of drinking the solution and may continue for two to three hours after completion. All right. So in theory, that would be... Mm, boy, we're looking at 9, 10 o'clock at night at best. After 9 p.m., take two gas tablets with eight ounces of clear liquid. Do not take with food. After 10 p.m., take two gas tablets with eight ounces of clear fluid. Do not take with food. All right, so that means I'm drinking a lot. My bladder is already a little wonky, so I'm going to be pissing all night and probably crapping the bed. Tomorrow. Now, I don't even have a time for when this uh, procedure is supposed to take place. No one has told me yet. They said that they will call sometime today. So, with uh, when the procedure, I don't even know what time the procedure is. Knowing my luck, it'll be like a 6 p.m. on Friday. So, I'm, I won't have eaten for all of the day before and then all of Friday, too. Boy, talk about a uh, a great starting point for a weight loss program. Uh, on the day of the procedure, you may continue drinking clear liquids until three hours before your procedure. Then you may have nothing to drink, not even water. That is it. A colonoscopy is important age 50 and up at least every 10 years. Uh, some say even... Uh, more um more regular than that or I, or I should say more frequent than that i mean our pal josh brown i think his colon is like falling out of him he's like a cancer survivor and so i think he has to get a colonoscopy like every other hour or something like that yeah i might be off on that i should probably try to get him on he knows everything there is to know about colonoscopy. He might be sleeping. I think he works odd hours. He probably sees the phone light up and he's like, oh no, it's my turn to get yelled at. Yeah. Your call. He has only like half an inch of colon remaining. Doing well, I hope. He's probably late. He's probably getting operated on right now, and here I am calling him. What an asshole. So, uh, a colonoscopy procedure used to view the inside of your lower digestive tract, which includes your colon and your rectum. It can help screen for colon cancer and help find the source of stomach pain. I have none. Bleeding and changes in bowel habits during the procedure. The doctor may remove a small tissue sample for testing. 
Small growths such as polyps may also be removed during the procedure. This procedure takes about 30 to 60 minutes. Uh, bring a driver with a valid driver's license. You will need someone who can drive you home. Your procedure will not be done. If you do not have a ride home, you cannot take a taxi or an Uber. After your procedure, do not stay home alone. Use heavy machinery, drive a car or a motor home, or make legal decisions for the rest of the day. It doesn't say anything about podcasting. You may continue your normal activities the following day. Plan to take the entire day off work. Possible risks. As with, see, you could die. As with all medical procedures, there are possible risks involved with endoscopic procedures. Please read the following information. A reaction to the medication given for sedation may occur. You'll be given a narcotic pain medication and sedative that causes short-term amnesia. Bleeding may occur if a polyp has been removed. This occurs 2.9 to 8.7 times out of 1,000 patients who have had a polyp removed. Bowel perforation, which could require a surgical repair. This occurs in 1.0 to 3.0 out of 1,000 patients. Can you imagine the horrible feeling you are if you're the doctor conducting this and you're like, uh-oh. Oh, uh, doctor, what do you mean, uh-oh? I think I just ripped this man's colon. A missed polyp or other abnormality or inflammation at the IV site is possible. All right. So we're in a holding pattern right here. Today's the day. Very, very important. Uh, update on the NFK. As you know, the um, ultrasound said that it appears all they can do is interpret on the ultrasound. They pass that information off to the doctor. I'm waiting to hear back from the doctor. Said, yeah, there are little nodules on that liver that look a little bit not normal, which could be some type of um, issue. And the word uh, cirrhosis and the other one, hepatocellular disease. That is some type of uh, liver issue. It could be one of many things. But the, the, the liver indicated it's supposed to be smooth and flat. His indicated that there could be something funny going on there. Upon breaking that news to him, as I told you, he immediately rebelled. And I said, well... I'm not going to quit drinking. And I go, and I just looked at him and I want to have that discussion with him. I go, um, now in my head, I'm thinking, well, you know, he goes, that was because I used to drink a lot more before. I mean, three or four beers a day is not a big deal. And, uh, that's what he said. And I go, well, um, yeah, I don't know. That's something that's a conversation you have to have with your doctor. I just, I'm good at kicking that can down the road. I mean, cause I want to challenge him. Now, what I want to say is, well, it doesn't matter if it was caused by the 10 beers a day you used to have or the three or four that you're having now. The fact of the matter is, if you have cirrhosis of the liver or liver cancer, you can't unring the bell. It's still there. So it doesn't, I mean, I would guess that you would, this is what I did not say to him, but I wanted to say to him, I'm guessing you'd want to give your liver every chance of uh, getting through this to some degree and living a long, full life by, you know, no more beer for Kevin. I just can't believe that that came back that way. That, that's just hilarious. Um, so 
But I think he had a realization because that night he drank non-alcoholic beer, which we have plenty of here at the house for me. And then he says to Diane, he goes, hey, uh, shit, fuck, uh, you going to the store, poo? Uh, I can. What's up? Well, can you get me some beer? Some of that N.A. Bush N.A. beer? Give me uh, give me two cases of Bush N.A. and just a 12-pack of regular Bush. So, you know, he's cutting way down because prior to this news, see, he's all bark and no bite. He's actually worried, I can tell, because he's already changing his habit, which is good. He would get like a dirty 30 a week and... You know, every week you drink a dirty 30. Uh, but now he went with two cases, well, 12 packs of Bush NA and one 12 pack of uh, regular Bush. So we'll see how this goes. I think he's worried. And I'm waiting to hear back from this freaking doc, uh, doctor. I, I reached out to him trying to get some information from us. So what's the next steps? You see some abnormality on the liver, uh, What's going on? Haven't heard back. Okay. All right. Uh, So that's what's up. I want to read to you an email that I got. Um, I reached out to this person. um, This is a little weird. Tell me what you think about this. Um, Young lady, and I did a little uh, internet sleuthery. I see she's in her early 30s. Originally from a place in Michigan called Saranac, not far from here. I believe the lady is in Cedar Springs, Michigan now, not far from here also. Uh, An email that she wrote a few months ago to me. She uh, wrote it directly from the website. She actually went to the website. There's a spot. You click on it and you can send me an email. And um, this was... Out of the blue. This is the only correspondence I had had with her up to up till this morning. Um, subject line, thank you for sharing you. I love your voice. You remind me of home in a good way. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Have a beautiful day and night. You're amazing. And Lord, I hear Paul Harvey vocal tones. You make me laugh. Sign, uh, I don't even want to say, sign person. And for some reason, the hairs kind of went up on the back of my head, on the back of my neck on that deal. And I was like, very nice, but just, I don't know. I responded with, aw, very sweet. Thank you. That's it. That was February 6th. I think things have gotten off the rails since then. 3.08 a.m. Hi. Yes, I'm crazy. I know. In case they kill me, they promise they would end me. Death by suicide. They promised my marriage would end in divorce. Blank promised to divorce me if I press charges for attempted murder against his mom and sisters. 
if I tell the police and press charges, he will divorce me. In case they succeed, run! They will destroy the universe. Run! They threaten me if I share anything I know. They have hitmen and ties to end my life. My body holds organs to keep their grandchildren alive, and that's what's keeping them uh, torturing me. Please end this. True colors shine. Brandon, oops, I shouldn't have said that, asked if I was ready to run away to an island with him and never return. Leave all this behind. My children matter. They had abortions, and I had miscarriages after miscarriages. They bitched about being pregnant, and I could not stay pregnant. I'm sorry. I'm a mess. Thank you for sharing your time and listening. Take care. I like your voice, and people scare me, so please and thank you. Stay away for my own safety and well-being. Both my parents died. I don't need replacements. I need what I need to feel safe. Thank you for just being you. I hate religion. I hate politics. I hate family, especially West Michigan. They suck. Everyone I've ever met, I'm disgusted with. Life as a nurse in organ transplant who quit and tried to save herself and ended up in hell for being true to me for life on out. Everyone loved the fake me. I hated me. I was never me unless I was alone and nobody wants that person around. So I get it. I quit humanity. Take care. I hope it all falls apart. It needs to sign blank. And then she sent me screenshots of all of the people on Twitter who've blocked her, including Halo Burger. Oh no. Wait a minute. Or did she block them? No, I think she blocked Halo Burger. Hmm. All right. So now I'm reading that to you, but I'm not like, uh, I'm not screwing with this person. I don't want to, I don't want anything bad to happen for God's sake. I did look the person up on Facebook. I, I got a face behind all of this. Seemed to be a little uh, doomy and gloomy too on the Facebook uh, page. I wrote, hello, so-and-so, do you need help? And I followed it up. Are you okay? I can send help if you need it. So I don't know what the hell is going on there. That sounded terrible in my opinion. And I think you would agree. It's kind of stuck in my brain right now. It's like, what is going on? I cannot imagine having all of that instability that would cause that to happen. That is a very real thing that can take place to a person. It's quite alarming, frankly. Jesus. Chris writes, Big Burger was trying to kill her. Uh, thank you to that person, NU1SO. I saw that person, NU1SO, had recently signed up, followed the show. I appreciate that. And then subscribe with Prime. Very, very cool. Oh, man. Amanda says, is this a bot? No, it was a direct email to me from a person. I looked it up. Um, okay, so hold that thought right now. This is going to take me like five seconds. I did not put the air conditioner on in this room, so I'm roasting 
It's way too early to roast. Um, hang on. Don't move. Amanda says, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell emailed him. I don't know who this person is. Says, what amount of my donation will make you a little happier? Corey says, $69. Tyler says, perhaps a thousand. Kyle says, it only feels like 70 degrees outside. Yeah, what I am in right now is a pizza oven. You got to understand that. It gets so freaking hot in here. Dude, you need to Baker act in uh, this crazy bitch. Ari Healy says, I don't know what Baker act means, but I think it means uh, get the cops over there or something like that. Well, all right. I hope you're okay. I hope you get back a hold of me. And uh, I hope you, that you get the health that you need. You know, seriously. All right. For you folks that are getting the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, just know that I'm about to kick you out. All right. We got plenty of uh, great things to talk about on this show. And I want you to be there, but you got to follow on Twitch. I only put a handful of minutes on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. So go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. And then you're in business. Just follow the page and you can uh, enjoy the show without any interruption whatsoever. And uh, so that is uh, what I encourage you to do. So also, if you ever want to hear just the audio podcast, most people who get my show get just the audio podcast and that's fine. Um, You can download it wherever you download shows. It's uh, quite an easy thing to do. Just search Eric Zane show on your favorite podcasting platform and you are in business. So I will. Send you off on your way. I hope you have a wonderful day. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. On Twitter, brought to you by Blue Frost IT. That's it, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter. And YouTube, search Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Bell uh, notification brought to you by Frank Fuss. My Policy Shop Insurance. And, uh, yeah, we are off and running. If you ever want to reach me via email, just like that nice lady, uh, you can send it through the website or just reach out uh, on the Shoreliner Striping inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. I love getting email correspondence. I know that's old school, but uh, something about it, I, uh, I, just, uh, I just prefer it. So makes it easy. Um, what the hell was I going to say? What does that even mean? Pills update. Did I write something down and I don't know what it means? Pills update. Hmm. I'm stuck. No idea. Uh, Yesterday was a busy day at the gym. And uh, Mike Ball shrugged his shoulders at me, but um, I am now at week one of this training for this uh, freaking half marathon. Where I need to be uh, when it comes to the actual time to get my intervals down. 
Supposed to be running about a 715 mile. You run hard, 715, take two minutes off, do it again at that pace. Half mile repeats even faster. They must be at 648 a mile pace. So that would be three minutes and 24 seconds for a half mile. Uh, Yesterday I did that. I did three minutes and 22 seconds. So you, you literally do a half mile, run easy for a quarter, keep moving, just slow, and then right back at it. Turn the treadmill up to uh, 648 a mile, and which is like 8.8 miles an hour or something like that. And uh, off you go, and you wash, rinse, repeat. When you start out the 16 weeks, you're just uh, two one-mile repeats. And then later in the week, Wednesdays, you do three half-mile repeats. That's going to increase dramatically. By the time we get to the real meat of the training, when we're looking at 50, 60 miles in a week of running, you're looking at about 10 of those at that pace. So you should definitely be at that pace when you start on week one. We are there right now, which is a lot better off than what I was last year at this time. Okay, Mike, uh, I, of course, brag about that on social media. He uh, posts Larry David shrugging, which he's not too impressed by. I still have a long way to go, but I feel pretty good about that so far. So I'm patting myself on the back with what went on yesterday. R. Kelly convicted yesterday. I should say sentenced, not convicted. He was already convicted. Uh, He gets 30 years behind bars. Uh, There's an article in the LA Times. Javante Cunningham is one of the women who he raped. You know what's interesting about R. Kelly is how long it took for anything to actually start moving towards a reckoning, you know? Who was cut? Co- Why were all these people covering up for him? You're looking at, uh, yes, he's he's a huge problem, but there is a, a, a whole army of people that are uh, responsible for all of this behavior that, that helped him do what he wanted to do. And that was rape kids. Uh, Javante Cunningham says uh, she's like many years ago, she was raped by this guy. Um, She's pleased with uh, how this unfolded 30 years. She says every victim has a right to tell their story, give their account, be heard, acknowledge. I'm excited to hear what's going to happen and how our judicial system will continue to handle the justice process for us as victims. Uh, We're starting to see justice still have more litigation to go. Yeah. He's not out of the woods yet. He's got more trials in other, uh, in other parts of the country. She met the guy when he was 14. And then she was a backup performer. She was involved in the docuseries Surviving R. Kelly, which is one of the things that helped. I mean, he was like hiding in plain sight. And it was the docuseries that kind of people started to like, oh, maybe we should look into this. And that's always really ridiculous. When you, when you think about, um, because the people who 
were affected by this in the first place, uh, they were constantly talking about it and, and no one would really do anything to help them. It wasn't until it became kind of like a, um, a, a very popular TV show or docu-series that, that people started like, hey, wait a minute, maybe we should look at this, which is just ass backwards. Uh, this lady, this Cunningham, in Surviving R. Kelly, she talked about witnessing the adult singer having sex with Aliyah when she was a child. Gross. Cunningham said that over the years, she's been bullied and intimidated by R. Kelly's fans, supporters, and the like, which are still, like, doing their thing to this day. And I, I, I don't... I don't understand, you know, it's kind of like our very own Amanda, you know, she blindly follows uh, a, a child rapist in Michael Jackson. And, uh, no matter what you tell Amanda, she is like, no, there's no proof. It's, oh, come on now. Amanda is the equivalent of Fans of R. Kelly. That's got to hurt. <laughs> I can actually hear the eye rolling right now. She writes, fuck you. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed in R. Kelly. He did good music. Wait a minute. Did you just forget the Michael Jackson shit? Did you write, I'm a little disappointed in R. Kelly? And then added it, added a compliment to it. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed in R. Kelly. He did good music. What? What the fuck? You should be outraged by R. Kelly. You should be disgusted with R. Kelly. He's a criminal. And then, you know, so basically you just said that you support R. Kelly and you support Michael Jackson. Are there any other baby rapers that you want to throw your support behind? <laughs> I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, I don't she says that support the music. Yeah, I don't I don't think you can. I don't think you can support the music. You have to you have to pick one. You're either pro child rape or not cho, uh, pro child rape show. Okay? You 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 can when when people do terrible things, you got to let it all go. You cannot support that person. I'm sorry. There is a line. Uh, she writes, right now people are online trashing me, saying my parents are getting money and we're just doing this for glitz and glory and fame. None of that is true. None of that is true, she added. My parents have never received a dime from anyone, and my father is deceased. I haven't taken money from anyone. I'm doing this because it's right. 
Now she said healing can begin, though she won't know what that looks like until it's complete. Uh, she adds, you know, the Bible says that what you do in secret, God will reward you openly. Cunningham said he did all of this in secret. So now he gets rewarded openly with a prison sentence. So he gets a prison sentence. And uh, so I bet you R. Kelly is is like, you know, he's looking at um, his download stats. And he's like, man, I got I got one. I got one woman in West Michigan who still loves me, loves me like crazy. She's buying all my shit. Amanda's going to spend this weekend watching old episodes of the Cosby show, uh, watching surviving R Kelly and disputing all the facts and, uh, buying Michael Jackson music and dancing her ass off to it and saying, uh, I love his music. I love this show. I should be allowed to do that. Cunningham's attorney, Gloria Allred, who represented many of the victims who testified in the uh, Brooklyn trial, said during the same video interview that many of the singers, victims, and witnesses were deterred because there were so many attacks when they spoke their truth. Fears of retaliation and intimidation by fans like Amanda. Supporters of R. Kelly like Amanda. Vendors of R. Kelly. Sonia, another R. Kelly victim represented by Allred, whose last name is not being used to protect her privacy, was among those who said she experienced intimidation from people in the singer's sphere for years after awful events with him years ago in Chicago. I've been followed. I've been approached at networking events, she said, also on a Zoom call. It happened a few different times each year. She said she immediately got away from the person uh, who was chatting with her and went off the grid for a few days. She is described as a lady wearing a lot of pink clothing and uh, with a bag of dildos who went by the name Amanda. Sonia was in her early 20s and interning at a radio station in Utah when she tried to snag an interview with R. Kelly, she said. He eventually said yes, but only if she would come to Chicago to talk to him. She flew there and was immediately locked in a hotel room for a few days, she said then was finally fed something she had asked for off the hotel menu. She took two bites and then didn't remember how she got to a couch and said that when she came back around, Kelly was in the room with her and it was clear she had been assaulted. So basically he poisoned her. Amanda has no problem with that because he makes good songs. I'm kidding, Amanda. Relax. You see, she, she, she writes, okay, I'm going to stop listening now. This is pissing me off. Come on, lighten up. It's a joke. You pain in the ass. Uh, 30 years ago is spot on for me, she said about the sentences. I have been enduring this for almost two decades. I am very happy with the sentence. Very happy. Earlier Wednesday, another victim represented by Allred spoke with reporters. This happened to me a long time ago. I was 17. I'm 45 today. Survivor Lizette Martinez said outside the federal courthouse in Brooklyn. I never thought I would be here to see him being held accountable for the atrocious thing, uh, atrocious thing he did to children. Martinez met Kelly at a mall in 1995 and was involved with him for four years. 
hoping for a singing mentorship, but instead she said lost her virginity to him when she was underage. Physical, emotional, and sexual abuse followed her followed into nineteen nine according nineteen ninety nine according to her book Jane Doe number nine. Um, so I guess this guy he would use you know the um, under the uh, idea of hey I can make you famous and then he would rape them, you know. Um, radio voice Linda says, uh Oh, more Exodus, more Zaniac Exodus. That of course, known as the great Zaniac Exodus of 2022. Never forget. We're trying to put that behind us. Another reason why the vacation is going to, uh, come at a much needed time. Uh, the Zaniacs, um, have fled. There are only three people on Zaniacs United. The, the page is, has died. I don't know what's going on. They have created a brand new page, uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash Eric Zane can suck our dicks. It's all true. I understand that after I said that the first time on the Patreon, there were numerous <laughs> members of the audience who went to that spot online trying to see if that was actually a thing. It might be as of now. I mean, if I wasn't so damn busy, I'd make the page myself. Uh, Amanda says, in honor of all of you, I'm listening to Michael Jackson all weekend. Fuck all of you. Stevie says, hey, I didn't give you shit about this, Amanda. Stevie must love child rape, too. Wow. Stevie says, Eric, you said it was such a straight face. I believed it when you talk about the Facebook page. Well, yeah, I'm acting. It's all good. Anyway, where was I? Um, uh, this victim says, I don't think it's enough, according to the New York Times, but I guess I'm pleased with it. Robert Sylvester Kelly is away and will stay away and will not be able to harm anyone else. It's been a huge investment of time and emotion for so many of the victims. Gloria Allred said on a video call they had to go through quite a bit to win justice, it wouldn't have happened without them. I couldn't, it couldn't have happened without them. They were finally heard. And more importantly, so many of them were believed by the jury. That's a vindication for many of them. I hope this sentence and serves as its own testimony that it doesn't matter how powerful, rich, or famous your abuser may be, or how small they make you feel. Justice only hears the truth with the exception of, of this lady named Amanda in West Michigan. Uh, that was from Brooklyn U.S. Attorney Breon Peace Wednesday in a post-sentencing news conference outside the courthouse. Meanwhile, our Kelly attorney, Jennifer Bonjean, who's the one who represented Cosby, or is representing Cosby, told reporters outside the courthouse that her client was prepared for the sentence, had regrets, and was sad. Bonjean um, represented Cosby in the civil trial, which he lost in the civil trial with Judy, uh, Huff, the lady who got $500,000 said, 
said Kelly was not a predator. Kelly was not a predator. How can you possibly say that? And added, Robert uh, R. Kelly disagrees with the characterizations that have been made about him. You were on video pissing on a 14-year-old. You were on a video doing that. Which, how did he uh, get away with that? I think he was exonerated in that trial. I don't understand how that even takes place. They got video of him taking going tinkle on a kid. 55-year-old R. Kelly scheduled for another trial starting August 15th in federal court in Chicago. He faces charges of producing child porn and luring, porn and luring underage girls into performing sex acts. Amanda says, I bet you 100% if Michael Jackson was alive today and knew about this, he'd be so pissed off. Yeah, he'd be pissed off that he wasn't R. Kelly and that those weren't boys. That's why he'd be pissed. You know, I'm just so pissed. I'm pissed off that all those victims weren't young children, young boys at the age of like, they're, they're way too old. They need to be about six or seven. And you got to replace R. Kelly with me. That's why I'm pissed off. Because in a way, I'm living vicariously through him. Except, <laughs> Jesus, okay, I'm done. Come on now. These are all jokes. You got to fucking lighten up. There's a rule when you come to Neverland that you got to get wet. My, my, my shoulder was dislocated literally. All right. Rest in peace, R. Kelly. See, the problem, Amanda, is um, if you don't want someone to get your goat, me, don't show people where it's hid. This is all your fault, okay? If you show me where the goat is hid, I am going to go get the goat, and I've spent the last 20 minutes getting your goat, and that is my job. All of these other people are laughing at the fact that I have just uh, labeled you as a supporter of child rape. Uh, you should have a bumper sticker on your car that says children being raped makes me happy. That's what you should have because you've, uh, you've mistakenly showed me where your goat is. And now that I know where your goat is, it is my duty my sworn duty to the members of this show to go get your goat. Most people are aware that if they do this, they are in great peril. So your goat is mine today. No matter what you do, I have your goat. And I love you dearly. Now, if you do want to join the great Zaniac Exodus of 2022. Um, I think they're starting a podcast, which I still think is a great idea. You guys got to do a show all about um, the things. You just make it about hating me. Um, you got Dirk. 
You got Bleeding Heart Brian. You have Anna. Uh, Jim Brady. Remember Jim Brady? Troy Finholm. Um, if anyone else can help me with names. I, of course, remember the recent ones. Um, Dean, he is in that. Nick is in that. I think there are other members that are trying to get involved and want to enter the group, but, and they're watching this right now. Let me see. Maybe not. Okay. There's one in particular that I'm not going to name who is actually watching the show right now. Not Jamingo. I'm pals with Jamingo. He actually reached out to me on, uh, what last week when this dog he goes, Hey, are you are you pissed at me? I go, No, what the fuck am I gonna be pissed at you for? What do you what the fuck is the problem? And uh I go, No, I'll get get serious. No. I I support you. I think you're fine. Um I'm not gonna name the members that I think are close, very close to entering uh joining the great Zaniac Exodus of twenty twenty two. But I will say uh, that there are one, two, um, three, four other members. So now you've got, if those four come true to fruition, and I'll let you try to figure out who that is, you can speculate amongst yourselves. But, uh, hold on a second. Okay, one of you is here. Of the four. One of the four is actually watching right now. And if you think it's you, you're right. Dirk, Brian, Anna, Jim Brady, Troy Finholm, Dean, Nick. There may be others. I, might, I don't remember them. Who have, now you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven with potentially four more, that's 11. That's 11 people. You already have tripled the audience of the Boomer Bunker, okay? And I would imagine that those two would probably want to watch too. So you have the makings. I mean, I don't, I mean, I have 54 people that are watching this show. You already have a, a pretty good start, like a fifth of what I have. So, you can build from there and you can do different topics about how you hate me. And it's, oh, Adam, forgot Adam the odd. Thank you. All right. You have a show. Uh, all right. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you want more content each and every day of the work week, I do another show. I will do another one today. That'll be my last show until I uh, meet again with you on July 11th. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Five or ten bucks a month. That really, really helps keep the lights on. So, uh, you know, I am 
obviously experiencing a great amount of a loss with the great Zaniac exodus of 2022. So I'm looking for people to fill their spots. Um, what's interesting about the great Zaniac exodus of 2022, uh, it's, a, it's mostly uh, Trumpers, which I think, I think there's three that are not Trumpers. Adam the Odd, Anna, and Bleeding Heart Brian. The rest are Trumpers. That's interesting. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 of you. 75% conservatives. Interesting. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Sign up on Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Okay, if you are um, the Chibian Show, Kyle from Dumpster Divers, just know... You better you better be logged in and ready to go. I'm starting the Zoom right now, so I should be seeing you checking in in just a moment. I'm coming to you in just a handful of minutes. Kyle from Dumpster Divers is going to join us. Always a very fun time. All right. The open and live stream of this show with 95% of it being tongue-in-cheek. Brought to you by Blue Frost IT. I would say 100% of it tongue-in-cheek. I actually don't want anybody to leave the show. I even want all these people that quit the show to... uh... No, I I can't even say that with a straight face. Just stay where you are. Uh, The open and live stream brought to you by Blue Frost IT. The online managed IT service provider for the Eric Zancho podcast. So, okay, keep this in mind. You have a small or medium-sized business. Um, let's say some dumbass employee does the unthinkable, and that is clicks on the link, and all of a sudden uh, you're loaded down with malware or whatever it is, and your computer setup is being held hostage. What are you going to do? First of all, you fire the employee. Uh, what kind of idiot does that? Second of all, you reach out to Blue Frost IT and you get that ball rolling. Now, it's probably a good idea to already have them in the fold as your managed IT service provider. That's what I do. And you should do that. But if you ever need anything like that in the West Michigan area, Blue Frost IT, info at bluefrostit.com. You can also call them 616-285-50. They'll also work with you if you're looking to upgrade your gear. Just takes a 30-minute consultation. Find out what's up, what makes your business tick, and what your needs are. And they will handle the rest. Okay, that's part of upgrading your stuff. Otherwise, if you do it, you're going to do it wrong. You're going to buy too much, too little, the wrong stuff. Blue Frost IT. Uh, Comedy in West Michigan this weekend. Fullhousecomedy.com. Comedy each and every weekend. Go see a comedy show at Full House Comedy. Venues all over the place. I think... Word on the street is that Big Dick Donnie Veltman may be trying to sell Howard City Lanes. Let me see. 
Let him pick up. I see you, Kyle. Don thinks I'm trying to get money out of him. So he's been letting my uh, calls go to voicemail. Not going to happen. I'm 0 for 2 today on phone calls. Damn it. Damn it. Oh. Let's see what we can do here. Kyle from Dumpster Divers, I think, is ready. He's putting... I'm watching him right now. Okay, I'm watching him. You can't see him. And uh, it looks like he's putting final preparations... Hey, I can, uh, Kyle, I can, I can hear you, buddy. Is that muted? No, (laughs) I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay. Here's the thing. Everything is good. Now I fixed the internet. I'm good on there, but these headphones you gave me, dude, they fucking suck, dude. Do you need a new pair? Yeah. I needed to get some new headphones because I fucking can't. Your voice sounds like fucked up, dude. Well, it's either the headphones or you have something that's not set correctly, Kyle. You know what? You're going you're gonna to have to call me so I can hear you. <laughs> no but problem. I'm going to keep talking through this yeah. fucking mic, dude. No problem. No problem. All right. We can do that. Hey, hey, Kyle. Hey. Yeah, put the mic up to your face. Oh, yeah. And then mute your, mute the mic on your phone. Um, straight up muted, dude. So you can hear me through the phone, right? Yup. Oh, you sound, you sound glory. <laughs> well, welcome to another edition of Let's Kill. You must feel good about this. I'm feeling good about this one because here's what I fucking did, Eric Zane. I'm out in the fucking hallway right now, right underneath where the Wi-Fi comes out. So, and it says the signal is 100% strength. So I feel like I should be crystal fucking clear right now, dude. Okay. I am, uh, it, it sounds actually great. Yeah. Everything sounds fantastic. Hell yeah. <laughs> did you just put the phone down? Yeah, I put so I put it on speaker. To, yeah, you can't. You can't do that because then the speaker bleeds through to the microphone. You have to hold it back up to your head. Fuck. So you can hear yourself right now? Correct. Fuck, dude. That's okay. That's okay. I can both hands are good this way. People are like this is so fucked. What is going on here? Every single week. Every single week it's it's something. But it's kind of it's kind of like a shtick though, you know what I mean? It's like it's like slapstick comedy, but of technology. There was a time when I would put you on. There have been a few times when I I did it, and it it just it was flawless. I know, and, dude. But guess what? We're a couple a couple of nut jobs, so it's hard to make that shit happen, dude. Okay, Kyle, what's going on in your world? What do you want to talk about? Um. So first off, Eric Zane. Um. The show's working out pretty good for us so far because I got some couple easy listeners um, are going to use us pretty quick here. I think, uh, fuck, what was that one guy's name? Maybe Gary or Greg? No, Greg. 
There's a dude named Greg going to use us pretty soon um, for some junk removal action. Somebody fucking else just signed up recently with us. And I think... Uh, is, the, well, is the guy Greg, is his last name Neuenfeld? Does that ring a bell? Kyle? Oh, no. Hey. Now I can't hear shit. Hey, it says Kyle. Okay, now no. you're back. Well, I don't know what happened. What? It, don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. That fingered the computer. That was my bad. Yeah, get your goddamn fingers off of the computer and just sit I there. Know. Why can't you I just know. sit? Just sit there and talk to me. I'm because <laughs> I'm nuts, dude. I don't care what these fucking people's names are. No one gives a shit what their fucking name is. <laughs> Well, I just wanted you to know that the fucking that you're the the crowd is yeah coming through in the clutch, dude. That, that's that's great. Uh, fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we got some fucking people using us. So that's awesome. Okay, I'm happy. I'm happy. Uh, what? Yeah, Chris K. That's right. Chris K. Ordered a, dump, a dumpy too. Thanks, Chris K. Okay, good, good. That means it's oh, working. You know what? That is actually one thing I wanted to fucking mention because I forgot, dude. Um, I almost probably started a fucking war, dude, because actually when I told you that story about seeing Chris at Myers, that was Chris B, dude. But I said Chris K accidentally. And um I'm fuck I was fucking I almost started a Chris war, dude, where they were gonna like fucking fight each other probably because i didn't mean to do that but it happened yeah so it was chris b i know who chris b is and uh and i know who chris k is and so yeah all right well now that you got that all taken care of i'm glad i do dude. okay what's uh what's cooking on your brain around the world kyle that you want to get into other than dumb stories about uh names of people who are running dumpsters yeah, yeah, for sure. My bad. My bad about the patronization of the the crowd. Um, so here's the thing. Um, here's what I've learned, Eric Zane, when I'm doing the fucking Chibian show, right? Um, I feel like I'm pretty fucking good at continually talking. You know what I mean? When I'm when I'm on the old screen ski. Um, so here's my question, Eric Zane. When at some point in your life, you're going to have to make some decisions and you and I are going to have to fucking do a show together, like co-host a show, like make it a residual thing. Because here's the thing, Eric when I come on, when I come on this and I do this on Thursdays, it's like I'm like a guest or whatever. So I'm all paranoid and shit about answering questions and bringing the heat. But when I'm a fucking co-host, dude, um, I'm pretty fucking solid. So I just feel like we're going to have to have a show eventually. Dude. Okay. So you said you, that, uh, when you do this, you're doing a residual show. I don't know if that's the correct usage of the term, <laughs> but, uh, it I fucking probably is. Okay. Dude. All right. So what you're, what you're, what you're thinking then is you're, you're kind of buttoned up here for some reason. You all, you're almost maybe a little reserved. And then when you're doing your own show though, you're an absolute dynamo. Oh, yeah, absolutely, dude. Just 100% percent I got you. coming, just flowing through me, dude. I feel you. I feel you. I like that idea. This is what you do. You have me on as a guest on your show, and then you just drive the fucking bus. That's what you do. Yeah, we do actually need to make that fucking happen, to be honest with you. All right. I'm all about it. I love being on other shows, especially ones that are bigger than mine, like yours, you know? No, dude. 
champion so, show, dude. Slowly, I feel like slowly, somewhat organically growing. I think we're up to like maybe 60 downloads total, which is. Well, that's awesome. That's great. In, in fact, my mind, fantastic, but it's probably the same. It's probably like the same three fucking people. Probably. I, I feel like <laughs> I want you to know that there is a lot of audience that is floating around that are looking for a new show. I have, I have, uh, created, um, at least that's what's being, uh, speculated, uh, the great Zaniac Exodus of 2022. Are you fucking with the sound effects right now? Is that what you're doing? I knew it. I knew it. Just fucking sit still. What the fuck? <laughs> I had to do it. Dude. I felt deadly. It's, I'm sitting there talking to you, and I can hear you fumbling with the mic and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Sit still. All right, my bad. <laughs> the great Zaniac Exodus of 2022 is taking place, and I've got a long list of people who have quit the show. They're looking for new a new place to land. So you might have. Sorry about that. You, is, is someone is someone walking through? Yeah, yeah, because I'm sitting in the fucking hallway because the internet sucks. <laughs> Don't swear. They're going to think you're crazy. <laughs> no, it's cool. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. So um, what what do you want to get into? Typically, you have something uh, from the world that's been on your mind. Uh, what uh, what's, what's going on in your world, Kyle? Oh, yeah, for sure. So fucking uh, get this. Um, so here's what happened this week. I had a terrible fucking um, dad moment. I had one of those fucking terrible dad moments. I know you're seeing some chaos fucking happening behind me. Um, so get so. Um, Blue, who is usually just the mother of the fucking year, just up for just awards for just dominating motherhood. Usually, I go to work in the morning, and you know she does all that shit like with Jameson and whatnot. But this week she had to. She was gone early, right? So it was just me and fucking Jameson in the morning, right? And I was, like, feeding him breakfast, getting him ready while I'm getting ready and stuff like that. Um, but I'm a novice in, in in that type of rhythm, you know what I mean? I'm just like, I don't fucking know what's going on. I'm just going to do my own thing. So I'm fucking rocking and rolling, right? Um, feeding Jameson, gave him some fucking some nutritious breakfast, um, some nutritious things in there because, you know, I'm not just going to throw him pancakes or whatever. But so this motherfucker, I gave him some chocolate milk, right, because I'm trying to get that motherfucker more milk and whatnot. Yeah. So he was being cute as fucking hell, but he decided he's like, I'm going to fucking what I'll do is I'll just take my little sippy cup and I'm just going to fucking toss this thing off the, the high chair and just kind of casually throw it off the high chair like three or four times and make it just a little bit of a mess. Right. When it hits the ground. Uh -huh. So, so um, he did that. And I'm like, Jameson, like I'm very chill. You know what I mean? So I'm like, Jameson, come on, dude. you know? And um, so he drops it and I got to wipe up the little bit of chocolate milk that spills out the top. So, yeah. Anyway. Anyways, I like the, the third or fourth time I did it, I'm like, Jameson, no, dude. And like he like looked at me and like I could tell he was like, okay, dude, I fucking get it. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. So he's hearing you. Right, yeah. So that was good. So I felt confident about that. So then I took him out of the high chair and I was like cleaning up the high chair and everything like that and, you know, trying to not just leave a mess behind me, right? But this motherfucker, um, I overlooked um, the detail of where that fucking um, – 
sippy cup was and he somehow grabbed the sippy cup and then like went around uh the fuck what's that thing called the counters <laughs> we went around the counter into the other part of the kitchen and i think i don't really know what the fuck this kid did i think he threw the cup straight up into the fucking air and <laughs> it shattered well it wasn't glass it didn't shatter but the top of the sippy cup catapulted off of the cup itself and chocolate milk just went fucking everywhere right <laughs> so not only did he get chocolate milk all over the fucking um rug right in front of the sink uh-huh somehow some of it got on the i still i'm not really understanding that i'm not understanding how that happened but anyways chocolate milk spilled all over the fucking place dude right yeah and i come around and i'm like oh and i'm like jameson no you know what i mean yeah and this i wasn't like yelling yelling like you know like I well you should have been you should have been i would have i, I would have kicked that fucker right in the face <laughs> so yeah i wasn't trying to fucking like beat his ass or nothing but i was just like jameson no and I think he was like still feeling the heat from the other time I said no. Yeah. So then he looked so fucking sad and like it looked like he was about to start crying. And he was like, <gasps> you know, doing like that yeah. little baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. And dude, I'm too, I'm a softie. I'm too much of a softie. So I felt fucking terrible, dude. Oh. So I went, you know, I got down on my knees and like gave him a little hug. And he was like, hugged, like all nuzzled up in my neck. And he was like kind of doing the, the cry thing. And, Man, it's the so it's the first time I had to experience that. Well, yeah, that's that yeah, is terrible. That is probably the hardest thing any parent can do, and that is maintain, uh, hold the line. The child learned manipulation there because the child realized that all he has to do is um, is kind of like do what he did to get you to uh, lower your defense, and he he beat you down quite easily. So now you're fucked the next time yeah, that happens dude. he's gonna do the same thing and you're gonna be like oh god but you can still throw him a curveball if he tries that shit again you can drop the elbow on him and then uh <laughs> you know you, you can uh, uh fix you know it's it's just it's kind of like typically if you touch a hot stove you get burned you pull your hand back he's not gonna do that he's because you're the hot stove but he knows he can get what gets what he wants yes that's he, he's brilliant he's a brilliant manipulator yeah, dude, he's fucking. But here's the thing, though. The I think the reason I felt terrible is that he can't, like, he doesn't speak English yet. Like, we don't understand each other. You know what I mean? But like, once that motherfucker's like three, and like we can like talk to each other, and he's fucking doing some crazy shit, dude. I'll, I'll fucking lay it down, dude. That's when my okay. My, then I'll have no problem doing it. But like just now, because he can't understand me. Yeah. And I fucking feel okay. terrible. So <laughs> I see what you're doing. You're going to kick that can down the road so that when he's not so cute and then get ready to scream at him or some shit. Yeah, basically. I feel that's, that's how I feel, basically. Uh, all right. Yeah. I. You know what? You are, have just uh, um, voiced the probably number one problem of any parent. You are not alone. I did the same thing. I talk a big game. <laughs> But, man, I did the same thing when those little fuckers would stick their lip out like that. And I was like, oh, don't do that shit, you asshole. <laughs> I know, dude. It, it was tough because, yeah, that kid is – he's fucking cute, dude. So then – and he's always – the thing is he gets me because he's always in, like, a really good mood and, like, laughy and smiley and, like, running around and shit. So he's – 
he's like always good and then when he's not good it's like almost like i feel betrayed you know what i mean like in my soul i'm like right. what are you doing dude <laughs> uh, linda suggests that jameson will be saying motherfucker at three years old dude he might and if he does i'll be like it's fine dude <laughs> I'm like trying to say that shit at school, dude. But if you do, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What does Blue say about this? Because is she a is she a potty mouth like you are? Because you swear all the time. Yeah, yeah. We're we are not great role models for the non swearing community, I guess you'd say. But um, yeah. Like we both we talk about it all the time. We're like, we're gonna have to stop this eventually. And I'm like, yeah. I yep. fucking know. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. All right. Excellent. Well, that's a, that's a very relatable story. I'm glad you shared that with us. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, and then let me tell you this other story about James. I actually posted it on my Facebook yesterday, um, but not everybody's my friend on Facebook. So I got to tell you guys I'm fucking about it, dude. So um, Jameson also recently decided entered this new phase where he likes his dick and balls to be out in the open air <laughs> and so he just started like ripping his diaper off right and um so he's he just like basically what he does is this is him right he'll you'll just turn your head and then you'll look back and his diaper will be off and he's just kind of like holding his drink and then in his other hand he's just holding his d and b's and he's just watching tv right so he's just like like he's in his twenties, just like yeah. you know what I mean, just like I'm just gonna watch TV and just hold my junk and no big deal. Uh huh. It's funny, like at the time, because you're like, he just wants to be free and watch TV, dude. Right. Like you know, nice, a nice yeah. slogan for him, dude. Yeah. But me and Blue were making the joke. We're like, we gotta fucking somehow figure this out too, because eventually he's gonna do that and he will have shat in the diaper. You know what I mean? Oh he's yeah. Have it a, a nice little fucking brown, a brown pond in there, dude. And um, so it happened yesterday, dude. Blue texted me and she goes, all the text says was, it happened, period. <laughs> I, was like, oh. I was like, so I texted her back because at first I was like, what the fuck? What does he mean? Or he, what does she mean? Like anything could have happened. And so um, then I text, I'm like, what's going on? And she was like, he ripped off his diaper and there was shit. Oh. We got a little luxkies because um, he, there was, it wasn't like runny, so it didn't like spill all over the place, but. From what it sounds like, there was like one hard nug, like, well, one hard nug that fell out in there and contacted the carpet, but it was hard enough where I guess it didn't make a fucking mess. No. We did get, we did get pretty lucky. You don't even, you don't even, you just pick that up. You don't even uh, spray anything out. Just pick it up. It's fine. You know, but you're running into real serious, uh, seriously odd territory because you have two dogs and they would love to eat that fucking diaper. Okay. Yeah, they, fuck, they would too. Dude. And then, worse yet, if Jameson picks up the shit, the actual shit, hopefully he's got enough sense not to do that. But if he does, he's going to do a poo poo Picasso or a doo doo Da Vinci on yeah. the walls. And it, you know, yeah, yeah you got to be careful. Hey, I like what we got fucking radio voice Linda and we got Melissa over here talking about how they fucking swear and their kids. Don't. Yeah, see, if the kid, you know what I mean? It's like, it's the classic kid rule, dude. Like, if, if we're just cussing all the time, then he's it's not going to be, like, taboo to him or whatever, you know? And then, because when I fucking started swearing in, like, fourth or fifth grade, like, I was, I was all secretive about it because I was like, oh, dude, like, you know, I'm not allowed to say this. But, you know, maybe if Jameson's like, yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know what's going on, dude, then he'll Right, right. 
Yeah, I see Kenny made the point. It's still weird to me to hear my adult children say fucking stuff. And I, I, I'm with them. I, my kid, my son is 27, and I'm like, what the fuck? I go, Jim, you got to stop swearing. And Jack is the same thing. I'm like, fucking, I, no way. Stop. I cannot handle uh, when my kids swear. It's like, shut your, watch your fucking mouth, okay? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm different, dude. I say, I'm like, it, I'm going to teach them eventually. I'm like, hey, I'm going to teach you this fucking language of English or whatever, but you just got to know that we made it up, dude. It's not real. Like, it's it's just, it's made up stuff to communicate, dude, but it's yep, not real. Yep. All right. You got anything else that's burning on your brain, Kyle, that you want to get out here in the open with the uh, um, with the audience? Kind of, yes. I kind of want to fucking, but I know you guys have already talked about it probably like a lot, so I don't really want to talk about it, but I am so fucking curious about what the fuck's going on with your show. I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I can't figure out why everyone's all mad and like what, I don't, I don't understand what the fuck was going on, but I don't, well, I figure you guys have probably talked about it a hundred times. Already. I, I think I will. I'm not positive because no one's talked to me, but this, this is uh, the, and they, they've heard a lot of it, but I, I so I'm going to rehash it for you and I'll try to make it interesting and fun the way I do. Um, the, the most recent turn of events. Okay. You had, uh, there was an incident where I was bitching about people parking in front of my mailbox <laughs> and audience members decided it would be fun to park in front of my house, actually in front of the driveway, I guess. And one day I show up at that same day, I drive home and there's a car in front of my driveway and it was this gentleman. Stop, stop it. You fuck. I'm talking. (laughs) And he's parked in front of the house. And, uh, I got pissed off about that. So, uh, I yelled at him. And told him to get the fuck out of here. And I said, quit crossing the line. And so that was it. And then uh, I got pissed off and talked about it on the podcast. Made him sound like a fucking, uh, like he was a stalker or some shit. And then I thought about it a little more. And I said, hey, you know, I want to turn this around. I want to apologize and fix it. You know, one of those deals. So I had a long conversation with the guy and it worked out. And, uh, and then that was it. So that ended. Um, so I thought then now that was an isolated incident. The next isolated incident was this guy, Adam. Uh, I got, I was getting annoyed with the overabundance of superfluous commentary on the chat. I, that, I, that yeah. Nice Yes, I occasionally like to go and look at the chat because it does provide a degree of interaction that uh, is unique and fun, okay? But it was getting difficult to actually pick and choose things that are usable because I have a split second to glance at it, decide if it's worthy of saying, and then moving on. And, uh, And so if I have to you know, look up and down the column of comments, which all fly in at once. It's a challenge. So what I said, which was the problem, I said, all right, uh, you know, it's getting a little hard to see on the chat if we had a few less people writing song lyrics because a few of the people on the chat, if I say the word 
any word. Think of a word. Joker. People on the chat would then take any song lyric in their head that contained that word and write out the verse of the fucking song or a line from the song. And that's all I said. I said, if I had a few less song lyrics, I think I would be good. And that is it. And the one guy, Adam, went off the deep end. Oh, (laughs) my God. He was so, I ruined the guy. And it was just fucking, I'm like, uh, dude, come on. You've got to be fucking kidding me. And so here we have all of this and, you know, a lot of give and take over the years. And and now it's, this is now another issue. Okay. So that ends. After that happens, I, um, I take a, I take time off. This was a month and a half ago, maybe a month ago. Okay. This is a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. And I had been having all of those issues with the chat. And then because of the chat, I had, you know, lost another audience member over in this stupid way. So I said, well, fuck it. I'm just going to go and do the show for a little while. Who knows how long, maybe forever, maybe not. And just do the show. And I'm not going to look at it. They're still talking, but I'm just not going to look at it. You know, yeah. because I just wanted to get some clean air. I wanted to kind of reset the thing. I didn't say anything about it. I didn't address it. I just did the show. Well, a handful of people have a, uh, like a, a chat on messenger where they talk about me. Now they don't know it, but I see it. <laughs> <laughs> so part of the discussion is. Hey, um, if he is going to not address this, if he is not going to talk to us, uh, I, I'm out. I'm quitting the show. Uh, and so that put into motion yet, well, it was kind of like the cherry on top for what resulted in the great Zaniac exodus of 2022. Now, the one that was saying this was this gentleman named Nick, who, I mean, when it comes to supporters of the show, I don't, I can't describe anyone that was more supportive. I mean, he actually spent quite literally thousands of dollars on me. He would give people free subscriptions on here. He's been listening Uh to me for, I mean, God knows how long, maybe decades. And because of the lack of uh, uh, talking about on the chat, he, that's it. I'm out. He canceled his Patreon. He want, he, he's done. And I was like, oh, my God, you have got to be kidding me. And so that was um, that led to me talking about it. And then more and more people were getting pissed off. And then there was ideas. There's some people are uh, saying that there's now the group is divided. And I don't know about any of that shit because, again, no one's talked to me. No one said anything to me. And so. That led to me creating the uh, whole thing, labeling it the great Zaniac Exodus of 2022, which is kind of tongue-in-cheek and just stupid and silly. But I don't know what the fuck to do. I mean, I'm just in here trying to do a goddamn show. And last (laughs) last week Friday, I sat around and I said, look, 
I'm not here to be anybody's best friend. I don't want any more friends. I have plenty of friends. I just want to do a show and have something that you can like and laugh along with. That's it. That's all I'm concerned with. That's all I've ever been concerned with. I just want to be able to say something that you might think is funny or interesting and enjoyable. And then that's it. That's the trade-off. I do this. You listen. Nothing more. Anything more than that, you are mistaken. That in the, So I, I threw that out there and it kind of like... Um, uh, and then, but back up, back up. What made me even more pissed off was this. Um, a week before I said that, this Dean guy, the guy who showed up at my house, remember him? And then I, we had a long conversation where we fixed it and I apologized to him for overreacting. That was my, that was my thing. And um, he had this habit before we fixed it. He would say, he had this little jab that he throws out and he says the same jab every time. Ooh, be careful. You might cross the line, which was my quote when he was at my house. I said, hey, quit crossing the line. So he was saying that in that chat that I I can see that they didn't know that I could see. So I knew he was throwing that out there. We eventually had the conversation like men do, talked it out, and then that was it. It ended. We had one interaction at a restaurant, and he didn't like he said hi to me, shook my hand, but then didn't didn't acknowledge me in any way. I don't know. He seemed a little bit like he was not really like it was still bothering him. I don't know. But then, you know, again, he doesn't know that I see what he says. He's still saying, Oh yeah, look out. You might cross the line. (laughs) And like that fucking pissed me off. Cause I was like, we had already taken care of this shit, you know? So, but I didn't, I didn't say shit. I didn't say anything for one week until last Friday. I called him a cunt <laughs> because I called him a cunt because uh, while I was bitching about Nick leaving the show, I said, and by the way, Dean, he can go fuck himself because this thing was over and done with, but he's still fucking reigniting the fight so he can suck my asshole and he's a cunt. <laughs> so then he decided to say, oh yeah, Eric stabbed me in the back again. So I was like, you motherfucker, I didn't stab you in the back. I stabbed you in the fucking face because you would not let go of this entire fucking war that we had. And so that was it. It's all back on again. It's all on the table. Everybody is pissed off. And again, no one has said a word to me. Nothing. Dang, dude. You're fucking, you're famous, dude. This is, this is like this is like fame stuff, dude. <laughs> you know, I and I honestly... Um, I don't, uh, those people that left have left the show at, you know, I, I actually am thankful that they were there, but I mean, I don't know what happened along the way that made this such an issue. Uh, it's real simple. I do a show. You listen, there's, there's nothing more to it than that. That is it. You know, yeah. whatever. I get it though. The the thing the start of the whole thing about the mailbox thing, dude, I get it though. Um, you know what I mean? Like where you just have those weird ticks that you're like no this is it, this is important to me dude seriously one time one time in high school i broke my fucking nose in high school basketball and after i got it fixed like i had to wear like that cast thing on my nose for right. like, a little bit right you know, yeah yeah and you know fucking high school like dudes would be idiots so like these dudes were like they're like locked arms like three or four of them were just going up and down the hallway slamming people into their lives. nice yeah and I saw these motherfuckers coming, and I yelled down, and I'm like, you f- better not fucking do that to me, dude. And they did, 
And so I turned around and I, I thought they were like right behind me. And I turned around to like launch one of them across the fucking hallway. And it, they were Mike, who was just hanging out with us at the lockers. And I fucking like, like an offensive lineman playing for the Detroit Lions. I launched him across the hallway into the other fucking lockers. I get it, though, but that, that was like for me, like that was like the mailbox thing, dude. I was like, I just like became enraged, dude. Oh, that is great. I just was like, no, fuck that, dude. That is great, man. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's uh, that's basically the uh, it in a nutshell. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. I mean, yeah, dude. I, I was I was just so curious because, like, you know me, I'm just always like, what the fuck's going on? So I was sitting there going, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, it. That was that, dude. You know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, when you when you do this, I I I I mean, I don't I don't I don't want to armchair quarterback it as to why it happened or who's to blame. I mean, I I, I that's the order of the way things happen and unfolded. I'm not gonna. Uh, you know, look back and try to say uh, coulda, woulda, shoulda, whatever. Sometimes it happens. One of those things, I guess. Yeah, dude. In ten years, I'm gonna get in. I'm gonna get in a controversy like this too when I have seventy viewers. <laughs> well, I tell you what. Hey, I'm gonna cut you loose. You are the best as always. Uh, I'm not gonna see, talk to you next weekend because or next week because I'm gonna be uh, uh, taking some time away. But the next week, uh, we'll do it again. Okay. And I, as always, want people to call you for a dumpster. Yeah, call Monster Divers LLC, baby. Give us a call, and then also go check out the fucking Chibian show, baby. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kyle. All right. Love you guys. See ya. See ya. There you go. Kyle from Dumpster Divers right there. Always a good time. God, is he funny. Sorry, just got a text message. It's my daughter. Oh my gosh. Where are we? What's going on? I got to catch up on some ads. Holy shit. Check, check, test, testing one, two, testing one, two. All right. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage wants to help you. Reach out to Mario, 231-332-6505. Uh, uh, side note, are you bumping ahead during the ads? Do you like, ah, yeah, I'm just going to skip this. Yeah, don't do that, please. Just, you know, because first of all, if you're driving, you got you to gotta mess with that phone. You're listening to the audio podcast later on or whatever. Yeah, just just let it, let it, let it ride. Just, just play it. It's important. It means something. It has uh, value because you never know. All marketing is, is when the message meets uh, the opportunity, I guess. The message meets the need. So you never know when I'm going to say something like, oh, yeah, shit, I got to do that. So thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Mortgages from anywhere in the U.S. with the uh, exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska and Hawaii, 231-332-6505. Meanwhile, A&E Heating and Cooling, online at aeheatingcooling.net, 616-516-8579. If you need some major work done, you need something minor, maybe just an AC tune-up, 
Uh, you know, I, I really have been stressing that at the start of the cooling season, you should do this. You can do that anytime, though. Get that thing tuned up and make sure it's in tip-top running condition. You should see the folks at A&E twice a year to make sure that those very important things in your home, the furnace and AC units, are running in tip-top condition so they, that they are the most efficient. And a tune-up does just that, makes those pieces of equipment, uh, which are a little finicky, to be the most efficient. Energy is expensive, man. It costs a lot to keep your home warm or cool. It's going to cost more if that thing is running at a capacity well below what it should be. So call upon Joe. He'll take care of you. I promise you're going to love him. One of three extremely handsome gentlemen are going to be at your home. Well, two and a half gentlemen. Uh, Two and a half on the handsome scale, maybe three. We'll be helping you. 616-516-8579. Advertise with the show. Send me an email on the Shoreliner Striping inbox, eric at ericzanecho.com, if you want information. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. You know, I just saw an incredible piece. John R. sent it along to me. It's a TED Talk with some guy, TED Talk San Antonio. And, um, oh, shit. It's long, so I don't want to, I don't want to play it all right now. But anyway, the guy, he said, he sent it to me. He goes, Eric, this guy backs up your theory about hybrid cars. Now, First of all, let me just get this ad out of the way. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. If you have a, a regular, plain old combustion motor, if you have a hybrid, if you have an EV, and something needs to be done to that, whether it's scheduled maintenance, uh, preventative maintenance, or you're in need of something that, oh my God, the, something just happened to this car and I need help, go to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. 616 532 6,600, that is their number. If you're in the market for a car, you actually need a car, I want you to call upon Sarah Honda Granville. S-E-R-R-A, hondagranville.com. Tons of inventory, certified, pre-owned, and used that you can search for. Gently used, previously loved, is what they say sometimes. I heard that one being used. Um, so if that's your thing, fine. If not, they do have some new cars in stock that you can drive off the lot. If not, you got to wait till the truck shows up with what you want. SarahHondaGranville.com. I don't know if that's ever going to change. I heard someone speculating that there will never be a day when there will be lots full of cars. I'm like, what? How can that even be? Wasn't it like a chip shortage? Isn't that what we talked about, a chip shortage for the longest time? Okay, let me see if I can pull this up. Hybrid. Aha. Yeah, it was, John. This guy backs up your hybrid theory. So the guy's doing a TED Talk, and first of all, he's talking about um, how – remember I've talked about how EV vehicles – that just doesn't seem like right now 
we um, are at a point where if every if we suddenly made waved a magic wand and made it so that the whole world was EVs, we would have we would be in the right spot when all that isn't going to happen. But he actually uses a similar analogy, which it's so similar. You're going to think that I ripped it off from him. But he actually shows a graphic of a button. If I pushed a button today and everybody had an EV, I was like, well, fuck, that's what I said. But anyway, um, coincidence. Uh, so I'm watching this and um, he makes a point that if you, you know what, I didn't want to break it all down, but he talks about the actual creation and the amount of energy it takes to make an EV like the amount of tons of CO2 produced to make one EV from the amount of energy it takes to get the parts to where they need to be to, um, uh, uh, you know, driving of other vehicles with parts, the actual creation of the battery, um, the difficulty in making batteries, uh, the carbon footprint of the actual battery itself. It, uh, there is a debt, of tons of CO2 that are produced when you actually make the one EV that is higher than that of a combustion motor. So much so that you would have to drive the vehicle for a certain amount of time, the EV, without burning any fuel, of course, to make it so that it is now producing less overall after that first penalty of CO2, tons of CO2 to make the actual vehicle. So that now you've driven it for a period of time, a few years. Now it's like, okay, now the combustion motor is in fact um, burning more uh, CO2. But then there's just so there's other parts to it that show that it isn't really that practical right now. It eventually could be once technology improves the um, so that the batteries can go longer per charge. And we're not even getting into the fact that to charge the vehicle um, you're creating tons of CO2 because the energy that's being created are being made by uh, not environmentally friendly ways, burning coal, burning propane, burning diesel, burning any type of fossil fuel. However, however, the, as time passes, if you are charging the vehicle with renewable energy sources, now we're talking, Okay, Um, so we're looking at decades from now. He said in the piece, in this TED Talk, he goes, however, hybrid vehicles, hybrid vehicles are superior because they're their own power plant. At low speeds, it runs on the battery that is charged passively, but when the motor runs, when it needs it, the battery's like, hey, we don't need you motor. We're going to get you from point A to point B with no motor. And if it needs a little juice, it turns on the motor, charges the battery a little more, shuts down the motor, goes in the battery. When you brake, it charges the battery. It's really brilliant. He talks about the exact same thing that I talked about on this thing. I'm going to uh, link that up and you can check it out on your own. It's fantastic. The thing I like most about it is he says the things that I said and agrees with me because frankly, that's all I'm really interested in. It's long. Well, no, it's uh, it's 14 minutes. 
So that isn't so long. It's a pretty quick watch. Uh, can I even save it? Hang on a second here. Uh, watch on YouTube. Yes. Copy and, in theory, paste. Ah, there it is. You can copy it and save it for later on, and you can watch it on your own time. <laughs> Aram, the button theory is much better than yours, Eric. No, it's the same thing. Shut up. You guys want me to go back to making fun of Amanda for loving rape rock? kick my ass all right now let me uh let me say this to any member i know i'm bouncing around here but i've got senioritis to any member of the great zaniac exodus of 2022 and in theory it goes back a few years um I will offer you amnesty. I will offer amnesty to you. If you reach out to me, you know where to find me and you apologize. I will forgive you because that's what Jesus told me what to do. Kevin and Muskegon. I don't know if Kevin and Muskegon is part of that group. Jim Brady, um, I think, was the first. Maybe Anna. Uh, if you want to be a member of the list, John says, even Dean, well, of course. I Jesus told me that if people apologize to me, and say they're sorry for what they did, I would then apologize back and we would fix that because that's what men do and women. So I'm absolutely supportive of that idea. I don't want to sit around and fight with people, but I am not going to take that shit from you. Admit you're wrong. Bend the knee, apologize, and that will be the end of it. John adds, Jesus also said to turn the other cheek. Uh, Well, whatever, man. I'm not going to let people walk all over me. I'm not some fucking punching bag. The suggestion is being made. You might need to call Amanda and smooth things over. What? Well, first of all, I love any opportunity to get her on because she's an absolute dynamo of content. She sells dildos for a living. Oh, please. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Hey, how are you? I'm fine. I, uh, hold on a second. I can barely hear you. Okay, now I got you. Okay, so... Okay. Kenny says I should call and smooth things over. What's he talking about? Oh, because I 
quit. I stopped listening. I turned it off. Oh, no. What happened? Well, no, it was because the Kyle thing was bugging me. It was like, this is shit. I'm not listening to this if he's going to keep fucking up. So I, I just, and I was, I'm trying to get out of my bad mood. So I'm on my way to work listening to Adele. Wait a minute. The, uh, let me back up here a little bit of info. What do you mean by the Kyle thing? Because I was struggling to get him on? Yeah, because kept, it kept getting fucked up. And it was just, I was just like, you know, I don't need to listen to this shit right now. But I just shut it off. You just, you know what? You know what led you to that? It was because of all the uh, discussions about you being into rape rock. You, you would have had more patience. <laughs> you would have had more patience had we not accused you of being a lover of rape. Um, this, this is true. Uh, I did write that down in my, uh, my, my grateful journal this morning. I said that, uh, I was grateful that I have the choice of patience, which I will take. <laughs> okay. So, um, I need to ask, are you part of the Z- uh, the great Zane Exodus, Zaniac Exodus of 2022? No, no. Okay. All right. Yeah. No. I was just making sure, you know, because, um, it, it's dwindled down to nothing. Uh, I have, uh, I have, everyone is hurt. Everyone is upset. Um, it is, I, I believe mostly men. There are, there are a few women. There's actually only one woman, but I've got other women who I think are on the edge of desperation and are ready to quit the show. They have had it with me. I have no idea. I, I feel like I'm kind of straddling the fence the way you do with the abortion thing. So. Oh, you're on. You're you're doing both. Okay. You know, I don't have any beef with anyone, and that includes you. I don't care if you make the jokes or whatever. It just, I, I, I it. That's the only thing that really it does get my goal, like you said, because um, I and I, I did misspeak with the R. Kelly thing. I should not have used the word little. I, he sucks as a human being. He's convicted of what he did. And that's, but I'm just pissed that he, you know, he wrote some good songs for Michael Jackson. And yeah. It's like, it's not making Michael look any better in the light. No, no. What would Michael you do? Michael convicted. What would you, it uh. Just, it, it pisses me off that people are still calling him a pedophile. It's bullshit. Okay. So. Let, let, let me, um, let me, uh, run this by you. Let's say a video surfaces of Michael Jackson and it's an authentic video of him saying how much he likes tasty kid asshole. Um, if you saw that video, would you still listen to his music? It would need to be proven that it's an authentic okay. video. But, okay, for the for if this argument. If it's proven to be an authentic video, I will be like the majority of the, quote, fans, where they're like, yeah, he sucks as a human being, but his music was cool. Okay, let, let, let me uh, rephrase this. It's proven to be true. Yeah. Would you still listen to his music? Yes. Oh God! Yes, you said yes. Yeah, it's good. It's good music. Oh, no. I, I really like it. Oh no! <laughs> what? That's his music. His music wouldn't be talking about the pedophilia that he would have been proven to have done. The fact so, that whatever. so. Uh, all right. Well, we're gonna leave it right there. Congratulations on your asshole of the day award. Oh, I did not know I got that. You did it. I shut everything I, off. I'm I, listening to music yeah. so that I can be in a better mood by the time I get to work. Well, I didn't I didn't give it yet, but I think you just earned it with that last comment. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. It is what it is. So. All right. Have, have a good day. All right. Okay. Bye. Oh, my God. 
Oh, that is just spectacular. Whew. Man. Wow. That is exceptional. Thank you, Amanda. All right. Uh, what the hell is going on? I talked to you about that. I talked to you about that. I've got a couple more things I want to get to, but let me just get these last few out of the way and then I'll finish strong. Okay. That's what we're going to do. Um, if you are without health insurance, you're making a huge mistake. Gone are the days when you throw your hands in the air and say, I just can't get it because my employer doesn't offer it or I'm self-employed and I can't afford it. You, you can. It's a uh, government program called healthcare.gov it's been much maligned but i've had nothing but success with it and i think you will have and i didn't have frank fuss to start frank fuss will help you navigate healthcare.gov with ease for free his services are free also if you or someone you know or love utilizes medicare or is about to because they're turning 65 you need frank Reach out to him. Uh, you can either text or call 616-914-4070. Mention me. Or go directly to buyinsurancehere.com. That's a uh, site. That's just a landing spot. It's like a scheduler, if you will. So it's uh, really quite simple. Buyinsurancehere.com. And what you do is once you get to that spot online, as you can see, this is just fill out the form. Frank will contact you as soon as possible. Your name, your address, type of insurance needed, uh, all this shit. Tell me about your situation. And then that's where you write, uh, you know, this is what's up. Here's what's going on. This is what I need. Your date of birth. How did you hear about me? That's where you write that asshole Eric Zane. How do you prefer to be contacted? And then you hit submit and then Frank does the rest. Okay. That is uh, an exceptionally easy way to get on board with my policy shop insurance. Okay. That is what's up. Thank you to Frank over there. All right. Berlin Raceway. There's racing this weekend. In fact, I'm giving away two five-packs of tickets if you go to my uh, Facebook page and like the um, status that I just put up there. I'll draw that a little bit later on today so you have a, show, a quick turnaround on it. Otherwise, the tickets are just 12 bucks when you buy them online for this weekend's racing. Racing starts at 6.30, qualifying just before that. If you've never been to this, I want you to try it. Get out of your comfort zone and go check it out. Okay? It's loud. It's exhilarating. It's exciting. They put on an outstanding show there. Now, the tickets being just 12 bucks when you buy them online, that's a great price. If anyone in your party is 15 or under, they're getting in free. That's awesome. The parking, free. You can bring a cooler if you like with all the snacks and soft drinks you want. No glass, please. The beer is cheap, five bucks a pop, unlike 12 to 14 at any other venue in town. 
And uh, the dogs are cheap. Three bucks a dog. All sorts of different menu options, too. They got a bar there if you want. A beautiful gift shop for you. There's a band playing underneath the grandstand every Saturday. It's a freaking party. I love Berlin Raceway, and more people need to go there. BerlinRaceway.com. Get a group together and go. You're going to love it. These guys that race every week are just like you and me, okay? They work all week long, 40, 50, 60, 70 hours a week. They work on their cars whenever they can, and then they sleep and eat, and then they go to the track, and they lay it down, man, okay? They're trying to win to get enough money to buy tires. That's it, okay? They're hanging on to the dream that if they have the success that they want, they can work up to the next level of racing. So they're fighting for their proverbial lives and doing it for the fun of it at Berlin Raceway. They're your local stars on the track. BerlinRaceway.com. Love it. Okay. My last sponsor until July 11th. It's the Kent County Health Department. The excitement and joy of the Kent County Health Department. You too can experience the exhilarating action of going to accesskent.com slash health and learning about immunizations. Sorry. I feel like I'm doing the previous ad. Um, Seriously. The WIC program, you need any information about that. So you click on that. You find out how you can keep your family fed. Don't you like, uh, you know, sidestep that, obviously. I know a lot of you are like uh, too proud, but uh, this is something that you pay in your whole life for. Uh, you should take advantage of it when the opportunity arises or the situation arises. Don't uh, uh, go hungry, for God's sake. Accesskent.com slash health. Immunizations, everything you need to know about immunizations for your children and getting the immunizations into your child at the health department um, free of charge. And then also personal health services. Click on that if there is anything needed for HIV testing accesskent.com slash health all right hmm. uh, yesterday we talked on this show about the local gas station that um, some lady bought a bag of candy And there was a pill in it. A peel, as she says. And she was furious. What the hell happened? Is someone putting drugs inside of the packaged candy and hoping to get kids sick? She thought so. And you know who else thought so? so? Uh, The Black Lives Matter movement. Where, because of this... They had, a, they had the megaphones and the morbidly obese protesters screaming and yelling that black lives matter. And I was like, wait, what's going on here? Why is this, why, why, why is this happening? Um, so, you know, you got like the goldfish and the Tootsie Rolls in the bag and the, the owner of the store is opening up bags of candy, putting them in and selling them like two for a buck. He's repackaging them. I think that you're not allowed to do that. Uh, Chris says, wasn't everyone involved black? I have no idea. 
Uh, maybe. I know it was in an area of the uh, town where mostly black people are, but whatever. They were in a Black Lives Matter protest because there was pills or peels found inside of these bags. Well, there is an update. State inspectors have ordered a BP gas station to stop repackaging candy. The order comes after a mom found diabetic pills inside bags of candy sold at the BP at Eastern Avenue and Martin Luther King Street on GR's southeast side. Target 8 investigator Susan Samples reports the store's owner is issuing an apology tonight. Susan. Thankfully, no one consumed the diabetic pills, which belonged to a now former BP employee. So are they sugar pills is that, or is that insulin? State inspectors tell me while food items can be repackaged the way the store was doing, the BP was not doing it in a safe manner. You see it all the time, candy at the register right where your child can grab it. But it was inside bags just like these at the BP at Eastern and MLK that a Grand Rapids mom found something you would never expect, pills mixed in with candy. I apologize the kid's mother and all the communities, okay? That was accidentally happened. The BP's owner, Tony Singh, had his employees repackaging candies from larger containers into smaller baggies. There are the big bags, about five pound. Nobody gonna buy a five pound bags, okay? So we just mix four. I like he has the crutch of saying okay after every word. I think I do that too. Five different flavors, then repack it so they can eat it. Grand Rapids police said one of the BP workers dropped his diabetic medication, thought he had picked up all the pills, but clearly had not. Singh said the employee in question, seen here on surveillance, often struggled to open his pill bottle. Singh believes the worker. Maybe it's the NFK. I know he would do that. Forced the bottle open, causing pills to fly into the candy. Fortunately, the. What the fuck are you doing opening your pills near the candy? Are you fucking dense? You dumb motherfucker, get out of my fucking store. Mom discovered the pills before her kids did. The food. Who the fuck is going to open their pills? While they're packaging candy, don't you know we would have a Black Lives Matter parade with fat bitches with megaphones if we had your stupid diet to put you into teeth? The inspector was here this morning. They told me to just throw all the candies. Target 8 has learned the Michigan Department of Agriculture and Rural Development issued the store a license limitation, preventing it from repackaging candies until it makes the following changes. MDARD said while stores can repackage items, the workers were not wearing the required gloves, the baggies were not labeled properly, and the store had no hand sink nearby. Kent County Commissioner Robert S. Womack said what happened is inexcusable. Is there are some people that have allergic reactions to certain medicines so it's very important that we don't have gas stations making that mistake davion smith who grew up going I, i'd love to insult robert but he, he makes he makes a great point i i you know i'm not gonna attack him when he doesn't do it when he does something that's not stupid to the bp said while this never should have happened he hopes the store does not suffer because of it they've been in business a long time you don't be in business this long by being bad or by being corrupted people yeah, I don't think that there's any corruption here. I don't think, I think this is much to do about nothing. MDARD, which oversees gas stations, says the store cannot repackage until the state visits again to ensure changes have been made. BP said it fired the employee immediately. GRPD said this Get out! accidental and no criminal charges will be filed. Get out, you dumb motherfucker!
There is pissed off black bitches outside of the store, you stupid cocksucker. VP. Uh, let's see. I have run the BP's door forever doing it the right way. And they don't need a dumb motherfucker. They're dipping over his medicine into the candy. What if a child eats a candy that a pissed off black bitch outside? She's got a megaphone. I should call Tony as that guy. Hello, Tony! Hello? Hello, it's Tony. Hello, is Tony there? Tony? No, who is this? This is Eric. How are you? I'm. Who? Uh, my name is Eric Christ. What is, uh, is Tony there? No, no, Tony, not here. Who is the dumb motherfucker who put the medicine in the baggie? For what? The medicine in the baggie. Some dumb, dumb bitch. Put the medicine in the baggie. I uh, tried to find who did it. Oh no, that's that's is uh, that's not that is uh, the that's is by mistake and something. That's just like diabetes pill. Hey, yeah. Oh, okay. Everything okay? Yeah, everything okay. Everything okay now. I see that there is Black Lives Matter out in front of the store with the fat beach and the megaphone. Why? Why? Why they there? Oh. Uh, I don't know, there's some people, but uh, everything okay. The police take the pill, he took the, like, you know, over there. Uh, they, the, they, the, the, the did, the, did the police shoot them? Police shoot? Did the police shoot the bitch? No. That is good. The people say, ay, 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 Black Lives Matter. I say, shut up. He's a Tony. He's a, the, the candy. Are you, what is the candy now? Candy, candy is no, no, this is, this is like, you know, this is, by mistake is like, the, the guy, the deputy, deputy is, is Right, yeah, yeah, everybody is, uh, everybody okay, uh, friendly yeah. now, friendly and happy now. Everybody okay now, yeah, okay. yeah, thank you, this thank is, you. This is Tony's brother, uh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo? Yes, did you tell him, Ronaldo called, he called me back, I have horror. Okay, okay. Okay, thank okay, you. okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you, you bye-bye. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. Ronaldo Singh. <laughs> you see, this is, let me just put this to you. This is why you don't, Join the Eric Zane show, uh, Zaniac Exodus of 2022. You see, you're not, you, you can't participate in shit like that. Oh, hold on a second. I got to do the asshole today. You, you can't, yes, if you, um, if you quit the show like that, you know, and you sit there being pissed off like an asshole all the time, well, and you know, you can't, uh, you can't laugh along with the group, so. Uh, it must be in written form, the apology, or you can call me. You can just call me. All right. 
All right, I see we have um Yeah, it's it's uh it's a consensus. Amanda loves child rape. Okay? Amanda loves child rape. All right? You see Lisa, she says it's going to be into 2023 if we keep talking about it. Yeah, you see, you're you're going to fall victim to that yourself because there you go again trying to tell the the CEO what to do. And I have you on the list as a potential departer, by the way. Look it. I wrote it down. You are suspect. So, you know, it doesn't surprise me that you would say, anyway, I wrote your name down. You are on the watch list. I think you are on the verge of joining that ragtag bunch of, uh, people saying goodbye you see you don't you don't make the rules you don't you're just again just listen that's all you got to worry about all right (laughs) have a great rest of your day and i will talk to you on the patreon till next time goodbye linda i see linda starting trouble no